0: Welcome back to the FWL Podcast. I'm your host, Will Feynman. Today, we got a little bonus episode for you. I'm going to share some extra audio from my episode with Garrett, where we talked about UFC 264. And this episode will address some of the aftermath of that event and talk about, you know, potentially what could happen next, because I felt like the main event of that card left UFC fans with a bad taste in their mouth. And... You know, wondering what would happen next. What am I talking about? For those of you who don't know, in the main event of UFC 264, Conor McGregor lost the fight to Dustin Poirier after the first round due to a doctor stoppage. Basically, McGregor broke his leg by stepping backwards after throwing a punch. It was a non-contact injury. He threw the punch, he stepped back, and his leg snapped. Up to that point, though, in the first round, you know, McGregor at the start had looked very solid on the feet, threw a lot of good leg kicks, but Poirier had managed to get on top of McGregor after, you know, a failed guillotine attempt from McGregor, and Poirier threw a lot of hard-hitting elbows, definitely won that first round. The post-fight, though, I think is what most people are talking about, and the post-fight was not good. McGregor said, you know, more stuff about Poirier's wife that I won't repeat on here, um, while he was being attended to by the doctors, Poirier mocked McGregor by doing his signature walk, the one that McGregor does, you know, where he lets his arms hang loose after he wins a fight and when he walks into the octagon. And some fans didn't like that because it was kind of out of character for Poirier. I mean, he was mocking him while McGregor's leg was getting attended to by the doctors because he had just snapped it. Poirier was clearly upset about the death threats that McGregor had made towards Poirier and his family in the lead-up to the fight. Um, He called him a dirtbag in the post-fight interview with Joe Rogan. A picture that became pretty popular on social media was Poirier's wife flicking off a downed McGregor as they were walking out of the octagon, you know, in response to the things that McGregor was saying about her. So, yeah, a pretty eventful post-fight. I mean, it's nothing like Khabib versus McGregor. Nobody jumped into the crowd and tried to fight anybody, but, you know, pretty eventful. So... Flash forward a couple days after the dust had cleared a little bit. McGregor puts a post on social media saying that he had suffered stress fractures in camp in the leg that broke in the fight and said that he had gone into the fight with that injury and competed on the leg that had stress fractures. He posted pictures from camp of the leg wrapped and other pictures with it receiving medical attention. He also said that the UFC knew about this going into the fight. Poirier said that he felt McGregor's leg break when he checked one of McGregor's kicks in the first round. People you know, all over social media are showing videos of different McGregor kicks in the fight and claiming that they had found the kick where McGregor's leg broke. To be honest, I don't think we're ever going to know for sure when it was initially injured, whether that was during the fight, Poirier checked a kick and it broke his leg, or if it was actually injured in camp and McGregor's telling the truth and it was injured in camp and then he came in and he broke it in the fight. I don't know. I just think that the videos going around social media of people saying they found he broke the leg, I think you just got to take that with a grain of salt because there are so many, and they're all showing different kicks. That being said, the recording I have for you is some extra audio from my interview with Garrett for episode 4, which came out before the fight and discussed the USC 264 card. Go check that out if you haven't already. It's a great episode, great insight from Garrett on the lead-up to the fight the reason I wanted to post this is because I believe some people, you know, have some conflicting opinions about the state of McGregor's career and the state of the UFC if McGregor can't come back or can never come back the same because he shattered his leg. I mean, this is an injury that's going to keep him out for at least a year and he might never be the same. I think Gary gives some amazing insight here into those topics that, you know, is still relevant even after the fight, even though we recorded this before the fight, just talking about you know, where the UFC is at with McGregor, where McGregor is at. For me, since, you know, becoming a fan of this sport of MMA and the UFC, I was always a big fan of McGregor as a fighter. I was a fan of boxing before, you know, I started watching the UFC and watching MMA. And so McGregor's style was a good way to get introduced to the sport because obviously he's a striker, he's very good on the feet, throws a lot of punches, and knocks a lot of people out. So it was a good way to get introduced. He was the first fighter that I was like, wow, this is really fun. I'm going to go back and watch some of his fights because I always knew that I was going to enjoy watching it because it was a style that I liked watching. As a person, I don't know, like Garrett said in our interview, I mean, I had mixed feelings about him. You know, he's had good moments where he's reached out to kids who are fans of him who are battling, you know, terminal diseases, and he's donated a lot of money to charity. But he's also, you know, had bad moments where he punched an old man, where he threw the dolly through the bus. So he's very controversial. I just knew I liked watching him fight. Now, looking at the Poirier fight in that situation, I don't really know if I can call myself, you know, a fan anymore. Just because Garrett and I talked about it in episode four. We just believe that McGregor needed to do this, needed to trash talk Poirier, needed to make him kind of an enemy, just so he can get into a certain mindset, a killer mindset in order to beat him, because before he had trash-talked all his opponents and had seen a lot of success when he did that. So we just thought that he needed to get into a certain mindset and that's why he was doing all this, you know, being the enemy again. Due to that, I thought that once the fight ended, he would take a loss with honor or he would win a- and show respect to Poirier for everything he's done. That's what I thought would happen. I'm not saying they would be buddy-buddy or anything after that, but I didn't think that anything like what we saw after USC 264 it would happen. Now, who knows? I could have been right about that. I mean, if McGregor hadn't lost via, you know, a doctor stoppage, if he hadn't lost because he stepped back and it was a non-contact injury, then he might have, you know, taken the loss with honor. If Poirier had beaten him, knocked him out, or beaten him by decision, maybe McGregor would have, you know, respected that more and not talked any trash or anything. And vice versa, you know, if McGregor had gone on to win, maybe he would have, you know, showed more respect. I don't know. All I know is the way he handled that loss was not very good. You know, talking trash while he has a broken leg and while Poirier had clearly just beaten him in that round. And the way, he, you know, he's talked trash on social media and he's come up with potentially an excuse if he really didn't hurt his leg that bad in in training camp. It just seems like he's kind of a guy that's on the way down. And you hate to see a guy who was the face of the sport and was at the top of the game, you know, fall off. So I'll let Garrett address that. Talk about, you know, where McGregor's at, what he should do, what the UFC would look like without McGregor. Because the last thing I'll say is, after the McGregor fight versus Poirier, after he broke his leg, I went back and watched the main event of UFC 205, which, if you don't know what that was, it was Conor McGregor versus Eddie Alvarez for the lightweight title. It was a fight where Conor McGregor won via knockout with punches, to become the first ever double champ in the UFC. And McGregor said in interviews leading up to the Poirier fight that his performance against Eddie Alvarez was the single greatest performance in UFC history. I haven't been a fan of MMA or studied the sport long enough to say whether that's true or not. All I know is it's my favorite fight to watch because of the way McGregor fought and because you know that you're watching something that had never been done before. And I just want to say... Even though UFC president Dana White has said that there probably will be and probably needs to be a fourth fight between McGregor and Poirier because of the way the third fight ended, I don't think Conor McGregor will ever achieve something like that or be celebrated like that in the UFC ever again.
1: I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to fall into the (laughs) trap where people go, Oh, it's McGregor. Like, I just don't see how he loses. If he loses this, his careers might be over. And yeah. I said the same thing last time. Okay. I said, I don't know how McGregor loses. Noah was chirping in my ear. He's like, How's McGregor lose? All this stuff. And he yeah. did. And it wows me that McGregor comes back after he just lost to Dustin Poirier. And people are still like, Oh, you know what? McGregor could do it. He could do yeah. it. Yeah.
0: People are underrated. I don't, I, I don't think I don't think people should be very confident in Conor McGregor. He has not shown me anything in the last four years. Since he left to fight Floyd Mayweather, he has not shown me anything that would make me believe that he's where he was, you know, when he was the double champion and the featherweight champion of the world. I don't think he's at the top anymore. He might still be the same skill level, but compared to the rest of the division, I just don't think he's at the top and I don't think he's the best fighter there. And people might say, well wait, look at what he did to Cowboy. He completely dominated him and like, I don't want to trash Cowboy because he's had an amazing career, he has the most wins in UFC history, I get that, but holy cow that was so easy. He didn't really show me anything there. He hit him with a nice head kick and that was it. It was like a 90 second fight. There wasn't much displayed there that would make me believe, oh, yeah, Conor McGregor's still what he was. I think Poirier is going to get it done.
1: I have full faith
0: that he's going to get it done. Yeah. Do I want him to? I don't know. I I really like Dustin Poirier. The issue for me is, like, if Dustin Poirier loses his fight, he'll go beat another big name, and he'll be right back in. The UFC is better with Conor McGregor in it. It just is.
1: I've seen a lot of talk about that lately, like, oh, If McGregor loses, like I love Dustin Poirier, but if McGregor loses, like UFC kind of loses its value, I would agree, but not as much value as people would think. Because obviously, if you lose McGregor, your value goes down a little bit. I don't think there's any denying that, but there's so many other stars that are coming up. And so many exciting fighters, people come and go, you know, the UFC people loved it. People were excited about it before Conor McGregor. People were excited about it when he was on his hiatus with Manny Pacquiao. There are other champions who come in, step in, wow people. And if he does leave, it's not going to be the end of the world. We move on and we find new champions, new people we love. Now, do I think there will be another fighter like Conor McGregor who takes Storm? and becomes so. the first double champion, does all this crazy shit that nobody's ever done before. No, I don't think that'll happen, but I still think there's plenty of interesting fighters that people are going to pay money to watch.
0: Yeah. Plus uh there's still Colby Covington. So. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, the last thing I'm going to ask the lightweight division, I think Garrett and I have mentioned it on this podcast before. It's the most stacked division in the UFC. So many big names, Justin Gaethje, Dustin Poirier, Conor McGregor, Charles Oliveira, the champion, Michael Chandler, Dan Hooker. The list goes on. Tony Ferguson, Benil Dariush, all these people. Oh, yeah. That are all really good. So this fight, I'm pretty sure Dana said whoever wins this fight gets the next title shot against Charles Oliveira.
1: I just want to say a lot of people have been saying this, and I totally agree. Poirier is like the champion who doesn't have the belt around his waist.
0: Yeah. He mm-hmm. is the guy right now.
1: I think his stock is higher than Charles Oliveira and I think a lot of people would agree with me on that. Poirier, he said in an interview that if I'm the best out there, I'm going to beat McGregor and then I'm going to go and get the belt because they're asking him the risk about taking the payday with McGregor right. and he's like if I'm the best out there, I'm going to beat right. McGregor and I'm going to go get the belt. That's what I love great way that mindset. That's love that mindset.
0: Way. Don't sleep on Charles Oliveira, though. I like that guy. He's fun to watch. Oh, um, yeah. I just want to say that was a really good point about Dustin Poirier would have had a title shot after that McGregor fight if he wanted it. First of all, it was very nice. Gave McGregor another shot, which I think he deserved because of how much badly he beat him in the first fight. And he gave him another shot. And obviously, you know, Poirier, he wanted the paycheck. Can't uh, blame him. So he got the paycheck. Do you think the winner of this fight beats Charles Oliveira? Because if I'm being honest, I don't know, man. I think Charles Oliveira might be the best. Charlie Olives, you think he's the best in the division? uh, Poirier might be better than him. Uh, Charles Oliveira, I don't know, man. I think he might be the best. I
1: think Dustin Poirier, yes. McGregor, no. And I just – his jujitsu and takedown is too good and he can strike. If McGregor – I mean, in this dream scenario that McGregor beats Poirier – and Dana White dream oh, scenario. No, Dana White's dream scenario that everything oh, like, <laughs> Dana, yeah. happens for him and Adesanya becomes a triple champ and beats the light heavyweight and the heavyweight. <laughs> <laughs> um, um then maybe I don't know. That's something I haven't even really thought of. I mean, I was just talking to my brothers today and that was brought up, but I think Dustin Poirier, that in my mind, I'm like, boom, yes, right away. And with McGregor, that's something I'd really have to think about but I'd probably be leaning towards no. I don't think he would be able to beat him.